Welcome, friend. Is there anything about the birth of Christ that is not disruptive, inconvenient, even innovative? I have a prayer for you at the end of this podcast, which I think has some horsepower on it. (laughs) It has some RPMs on it, some voltage on it. And I really would like for you to agree with me in that prayer. I think it, uh, I'm believing that it will be catalytic for you. Let's go for uh, not only Christmas chaos, let's go for Christmas catalytic, right? Consider with me the most misunderstood pregnancy in history, right? That is disruptive innovation. Consider the religious elites of his time in Israel. They were completely unaware. Jerusalem was disturbed and a demonized Herod, crazed, was trying to kill the Christ child. All of this was ultimate disruptive innovation. if you've heard of this phrase. It's a concept from the business world, but it's been getting a lot of play across all kinds of spaces and areas, including including our personal lives. Disruptive innovation works in our personal lives too. And it's something new, something innovative that disrupts what has been and introduces something never seen before. Let's talk about it today. This is Brian Del Turco. Thanks for connecting with me today on Jesus Smart, the podcast. This is episode 163. The title today, Hark, It's Christmas Chaos Theory. Okay, this is part two in our Christmas mini-series, just a three-parter. Hey, Dragon, Yule, Y-U-L-E, be sorry. You can go to the show notes page for this episode at jesusmart.com slash Christmas 2020. Let your friends and family know about the podcast. We appreciate that. I encourage you to go back to episode 162. It was the Manifold Ministries Christmas crossover. We had a fun time with Stephen Lauterbach and Allison, who's a writer at Manifold Ministries, and we got together and talked about all things Christmas, some Christmas theology, when we put up our Christmas tree. It was fun, our traditions. Check it out at episode 162. And that is the Despite Popular Belief podcast hosted by Stephen Lauterbach, but we put the episode right on this feed as well. Of course, you can also hear it at Manifold Ministries. Also, episode 161 is the episode you'll want to go back to if you missed the first part of this mini Christmas series. Did you know that the first Christmas was an invasion? I bet you haven't thought of it that way. Well, the king is back. And Advent, Advent is not just something we look back to to remember. We do that. Advent is also in the now and it's in the future. Advent is advancing through time, and this changes everything. It changes our prayer. It changes our horizons. It it changes how we imagine what's possible and the decisions that we make. 
Check it out, episode 161. Jesus was born into the context of a nation that was under the judgment of God, Israel. Roman occupation, all kinds of geopolitical intrigue and national intrigue and corruption. There was religious corruption, political corruption. This was the context, the environment, the time that Jesus came into this world, the second member of the Godhead being born into this world as an infant. What a pregnancy. Who believed Mary and Joseph as to this pregnancy? Who believed it? Misunderstanding. That is disruptive innovation. Then Rome sends out this imperial decree. Everyone had to go to the city of their birth for a census. They had to register. And this was a 90-mile donkey journey with Joseph and Mary, just as she was nearing the delivery of her child, all to manifest prophecy that the Christ child would be born in Bethlehem. This is disruptive innovation. I mean, see the sovereignty of God over all of the chaos. There was no place for his birth. He was likely in a den or a cave used to house animals from, you know, protecting them from the weather. He was laid in a feeding trough. An animal feeding trough was his his crib or his bed. Disruptive innovation, totally unexpected. That initial birth announcement, which broke across the skies in the Judean hills, and it came to who? The lowest strata of society. Overnight shepherds were at the bottom of the food chain. They were looked down upon. Amazing. The birth announcement comes to them. Angel armies break through the skies. Imagine the Shekinah of glory shining in the middle of the night. The religious elites in Jerusalem were completely unaware that the Messiah would come in this way. The city was disturbed when the Magi from the east, from Persia, showed up approximately two years later. The whole city was disturbed, and a crazed Herod was trying to kill the Christ child. Through all of this is disruptive innovation. You see, disruptive innovation upsets and it supersedes the status quo. All bets are off. Everything goes to a new level and completely new things emerge. Now, this speaks to our lives today, flowing right from Bethlehem into our time, into our space. There's absolutely nothing like the Christ child who, by the way, is now the ascended Christ, who is now seated at the right hand of the Father as a king who reigns and is filling all things and is coming again to bring his kingdom in completeness. There's nothing like the Christ child to disrupt and innovate what is so that what can be will come. Here's a Jesus smart key, if we could put it that way. Is not the incarnation 
the birth of Christ into our world, is it not the highest level of disruptive innovation? It's ultimate disruptive innovation. Jesus, in a real sense, is the ultimate entrepreneur. He has more in mind for us than we can know, and we can position ourselves position ourselves for the Christ potential that is within you and coming through you. As mentioned in episode 161, the first part of this mini Christmas series, C.S. Lewis in his book Miracles says that the central miracle asserted by Christians is the incarnation. It's the birth of Christ in human form. Every other miracle leads up to and prepares for that, or it exhibits this, the incarnation, or it results from the incarnation. We are downstream from the incarnation. In the Christian story, Lewis says that God descends to reascend. He comes down, down from the heights of absolute being into time and space, down into humanity, but he goes down to come up again and bring the ruined world up with him. And that includes you and me. We are swept up in that. We press toward the mark for the high call of God, the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. There's something called redemptive lift that is activated in your life when you are born again and begin to walk with Jesus. It's the spirit of the resurrection which begins to come into play in your life right now, right here. So chaos theory is this study of how tiny changes and tiny fluctuations can have these outsized tremendous effects within a chaotic system, like a weather system is a natural example of a chaotic system. Chaos looks random. It looks confusing. It feels like nothing's happening, but embedded in the chaos are patterns and designs and creativity and new things that can emerge. And it's looking for your involvement. It's looking for your belief, for your engagement, for your reception of the Christ child into your life, prayer, prophecy flowing through your life, prayer born action steps. All of these things are fluctuations and inputs from you into what looks like chaos, but you become a part of the emergence of new things. It's disruptive innovation. God works from chaos to creativity. I mean, see the creator moving over the waters of chaos in Genesis 1-2, and then see the light coming and see the overshadowing presence of the Holy Spirit And see the executive word, hear the executive word of the Father, let there be light. And moving through that process of six days of creation, he brings beauty and creativity, design out of chaos. Consider Mary, the overshadowing, this is echoes of Genesis 1-2, the overshadowing of the Holy Spirit over her body. And then the word of God coming into Mary, just like the father released the executive word in Genesis 1, 2, and 3. This is recreation, my friend. This is the restoration of all things. 
This is the new creation of Christ, the new heavens and the new earth in seed form, early DNA form. That form, that DNA is actually in you if you're born again right now. You already carry, we together as God's people, as God's kingdom, we carry what will be. This is the way that God is working. It's Let's think about Christmas in this way, right? Drink the eggnog, but let's not think at the level of eggnog. <laughs> let's draw deep meaning into our lives. Let's go deeper. Chaos to creativity, the dynamic of the incarnation working in our lives. Have you heard of the word chaotic? It was a word created by D. Hock, H-O-C-K, the inventor of Visa and MasterCard. Chaotic is an opportunity that is hidden in the midst of chaos. It's obviously a new word he created, both chaos and order. And I'm going to have a link to an essay by D. Hock on the show notes page at jesussmart.com slash Christmas 2020. But nobody does chaotic like God. Nobody sees opportunity and and draws out design and beauty and purpose, ultimately leading to the new heavens and the new earth out of chaos like God. And we see this chaotic uh, concept at play in the Christmas account. That's why we're calling it Christmas chaos. In John 1, 3, and 4, John writes that all things came into being through him, that is Christ, the Logos, And the Greeks understood the word and the concept of logos as what is that central organizing energy or principle or dynamic around which everything revolves. And John, under under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, takes that Greek concept and he says, I'm going to tell you, it's Christ. All things came into being through the logos. And apart from the logos, nothing came into being that has come into being. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. Jesus Christ is ultimate creativity without limits. And this disruptive innovation can work in your life right here and right now. Something new and innovative from the Lord disrupts what has been and introduces something never seen before in your life. And all bets are off. Everything is changed. It's going to demand your engagement. You are going to go through the process. It will take relationship with Christ. It will take faith. It will take prayer. It will take living prophetically and taking prophetic steps of action and obedience, living in light of the horizon. So let's think about it. What about you this Christmas time? What about me? And what about all year long? Because I'm a believer that Advent is 365. I don't think it's one day. I think the dynamic of Advent unfolds, unfurls every day, every hour. It's available. So are you surrounded right now with a good dose of chaos? Probably. Probably are. December may be the most chaotic month of the year. And Christmas has this way I know it's a case with me of amplifying. Christmas is an amplifier. 
and the grace of the Lord is present during this time. So what's good and what's going well seems to get amplified in our lives. And then maybe unrealized desires or longings or maybe things that aren't really going so well, those too amplified. You know, C.S. Lewis wrote concerning longings, which really seem to surface during the month of December in people's hearts. The longing, we have to press through the longing and look, he calls it looking further back. The longing, every good thing is a reflection of the goodness of God, the magic, if I could use that word, and the wonder of God is seen in the landscape. It's seen in the great conversation. It flows through the great conversation around the fireplace. You're drinking wine with your friends or something and and having a deep, meaningful conversation, or you're playing with your children, or you're out on a date, or you're out on a date with your wife, or you're away with your loved one, or you're, you're creating something beautiful and it just makes your heart sing, or you're writing, or... Uh, you're listening to a great piece of music or watching a great film, and these longings which seem to surface, looking further back through the longing, the deception is that the longing is God, that the desire fulfilled with that longing is God. No, it's not. It's only a reflection, a signpost, a pointer to the kingdom of the Lord and the Lord himself. This is what C.S. Lewis wrote I know that's true. So the longings are grace gifts of God. Even the desire fulfilled as a tree of life, like the Bible says, desire fulfilled as a tree of life, still yet it's pointing to something further back. These things are surfacing this time of year. It can feel chaotic. I want you to rejoice because you really see yourself as position. This is how you think innovatively. Embrace and celebrate this ultimate disruptive innovation of our creator, God. It's how he works. It's a beautiful, mysterious pathway. It's a pattern, and he's leading you. The path of the righteous is like the light of dawn that shines brighter and brighter until the full day. He's leading you towards new horizons, which are brighter, which are more unfurling, more of who you are manifesting more of your destiny. I have four quick points here. What should we do? How can we live in the true spirit of Christmas all year long? Know this, number one, that the knowledge of the Holy One sustains us. Know that he purposes to work from chaos to design and beauty and rejoice with expectant faith. We don't have to understand everything all the time. If I could just, Brian, if I could just let go of my everlasting need, compulsion to try to understand everything all the time. Some of those things, the understanding will come. Some they may not. I don't know. I just have to find the golden thread through it all. Know that he purposes to work from chaos to design and beauty. And this comes out of, out of a relational knowledge with the Holy One. Our relational knowledge of Jesus is the wellspring of all other knowledge and solutions and answers and leadings. Amen. Number two, let's welcome the Holy Spirit to overshadow us 
like in Genesis 1, 2, and 3, when the Holy Spirit was overshadowing the chaos of the early earth, or the Holy Spirit overshadows Mary and what's conceived in her, the Word of God. Let's welcome the Holy Spirit to overshadow our person, our situation, and we can honor the Holy Spirit, stop grieving Him. We can worship. We can do those things that are conducive to the Holy Spirit overshadowing our lives and follow His lead. Number three, listen now for that creative heavenly word of God to come to you. Honor it. Hunger for it. Hone your life around that creative heavenly word. Write it down. Continue to give attention to it, right? Obey it. Rejoice in it. In the word, listen, my friend, this is, a, this is gold, okay, because it comes from the word of God. When it says in Luke that no thing, nothing is impossible with God, when she queried him about, how can this be? I don't know a man. Nothing is impossible with God. In the Greek language, it literally means there is no rhema or spoken word of God that is impossible of fulfillment. In other words, in the word to you, in the word itself, is the inherent built-in power to manifest that word. So listen for the creative heavenly word. So what have we said? How do we live in this true spirit of Christmas all year long? Number one, the knowledge of the Holy One will sustain us. He works from chaos to beauty. Number two, welcome the Holy Spirit to overshadow you and everything about you. <laughs> Number three, listen for the creative heavenly word to come to you. In that word is the power, the DNA to fulfill it. And finally, number four, obey. Obey. Move. Take action. Follow the lead. Courageously flow and move forward in heaven's disruptive innovation. I pray for you. This is a dangerous prayer. I pray it for me, for God's hand to be hot and heavy on you in terms of disruptive innovation. We need you. We need you to be more, to do more, to be more accurately aligned with your calling and your destiny. We need you to be rightly connected with others in the body of Christ, to be set within communities of faith and set within networks of relationships that you're designed for. We need you optimized. I need me to be optimized. The Lord is looking at me and saying, Brian, I need you to be more of who I've created you to be. I need you to do more of what I've created you to do. I need you, I need more acumen on you, more anointing on you, more, more alignment on you, more acceleration. I pray for you as a listener that you would move faster, that there would be a calling and a mantle of God's send on you and also God's speed on you. I pray that you would move forward with such force into your next horizons with such acceleration that the enemy will not know what to do with you, that he will be back on his heels. Stop allowing the dragon to drag on situations too long. I pray for force and acceleration and acumen, anointing, architecture, alignment. I love all of these A words to be on you in a greater way, in a greater measure. Thank you, Lord. I pray for the listener that you would make them more dangerous to the enemy. I pray that they would wake up dangerous, that they would go to bed dangerous and live the hours in between dangerously. 
I even pray that you would give them dangerous dreams, dangerous revelation in the night seasons. David said in Psalm 16, I will bless the Lord who has counseled me. My inner man instructs me in the night seasons. Get ready. Get ready for transformation. All right, my friend. My friend, I appreciate you. You can go to jesusmart.com slash Christmas 2020. These three episodes are on that page. I have a great quote there, a great statement by G.K. Chesterton about the militancy of the incarnation. Read it. hundred years ago, you need to read it. G.K. Chesterton. Big old paragraph. Let it seep into you. Also have some funny, tremendous quotes from C.S. Lewis on that page on Christmas as well. jesusmart.com slash Christmas 2020. You can catch the link here right from your app, right from Manifold. Would you share this with one or two of your friends? Yes, share it with them. Consider it a Christmas card. Send them to that page. They can catch right there, stream the first episode. This episode, the third episode will go there. JesusSmart.com slash Christmas 2020. Jesus is brilliant. Get yourself some eggnog. Start walking with him. Buy yourself a present. Get yourself a good book. I don't know. Whatever you need, celebrate. Fill yourself with joy during this season. Catch his brilliance as you continue to walk with Jesus. He knows how it all works best. I'm thankful for disruptive innovation. I'm thankful that God is sovereign, that God is a designer. He's a maker. He's a builder. The future is his. You're an overcomer in Christ. If you walk with him, you are going to win undefeated in Jesus. We'll talk soon.